Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend, it's hard to die. internet and welcome to the podcast love the grabs my name's chris i'm here with alan i'm driving that's alan he's driving and this is a podcast that we do when we go to see a wrestling show and then we go home from the wrestling show and talk about the wrestling show um it is currently 26 minutes past midnight we are well on our way home um we're in the car so you know it's a late night one and we thought we would just squeeze it in in the car on the way home. We've done it before, we'll do it again. So that's what we're doing. We've literally done it before tonight. Yeah, fabled technical issues have affected the Love the Graps <laughs> boys once again. Um, let's not go into too much detail with that because we're going to try and do a quick podcast yeah. instead, aren't we? Um, we're on our way home from Wolverhampton. Uh, we have just been to Fight Club Pro and their first show of 2019 and that was Wrestle House 2019 Wrestle House apostrophe 19 okay fine fine we'll abbreviate 2019 to 19 no 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 19 <laughs> that's um, the average age of uh, American soldiers in Vietnam yes it was Paul Hardcastle let me know all about that yeah um so we as I say, first um, show of the year of Fight Club Pro. First show on our third iteration of the season ticket. Yep. Um, we are regulars there. Uh, we we like it, don't we? We like it at Fight we Club do. Pro. We um, do. You know, a lot of things have fallen by the wayside these past three years. Yeah. Uh, we don't go to progress nope. uh, anymore. Don't go to Rev Pro much anymore. Less attack than we'd yeah, like. But Fight Club Pro still right there on the docket every month. Yeah, relatively convenient. Yeah. We don't have we don't have anything on on a Friday night, and we generally know that we're going to get something that will make us happy. And that's what we got tonight, I think. Yeah, uh, what we got tonight even made Arn Furious happy as well. Yeah, he wasn't he was, furious. He was Arn, relatively happy. Yeah. Um, let, let's dive into it, shall we? Because okay. you know we've got quite a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah. Um, I think on the whole we enjoyed the show, Very but much so. unfortunately. The nature of our show, our podcast, means that we have to do three things that we like. Love the graps. And three things that we didn't like quite as much. Not my graps. So a few things that, that irked us a little bit. Yeah, personally yeah. irked us. Not necessarily things that are going to make us stop going to a wrestling show. No. But things that if we had our druthers, and we've got them druthers, oh baby, I'm covered in druthers, um, we would probably like to have seen a bit different. Yeah. Um, we'll dive straight into some Love the Graps then. Okay, let's start with a match. Okay, yeah, let's start with a match. Um, William Ospreay against Kyle Fletcher. Old Billy Ospreay. Yeah, Billy Britton. Yep. Um, possibly uh, the second most anticipated match on the card. Um, yeah, second or first, depending yeah. on who, who you ask. I think a lot of people would, were very excited about the main event, and we'll, yeah. we'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, but... Will Ospreay, uh, one of the world's best, yep. um, up there in the conversation. Current um, New Japan Denver Openweight Champion. Yep, uh, against Carl Fletcher, 
um, who is uh, growing uh, both figuratively and literally um, as as the the days go by. Yes, yeah, he is. Yeah, big shoulders now, isn't he? Yep, old um, old Kyle Fletcher. And he's a heavyweight now. Yes, you're a heavyweight, Kyle. That's what people say to him. Um, so these two had a banger. Yeah, yeah, real cracking match. We, do you remember last year at a Rev Pro show, one of the very few Rev Pro shows that we've been to um, in recent memory, uh, we saw Will Ospreay against El Fantasma. Yep. And that was a show stealer. Yep. Then, and again, I think we got a show stealer tonight from Will Ospreay and Carl Fletcher. Well, Ospreay doesn't disappoint. I mean, he generally doesn't disappoint. Certainly doesn't disappoint in Fight Club Pro. No. Um, last year, I saw him fight Tyler Bate. Um, you saw him fight Tyler Bate as well, I think. You were yeah. there as well. Um, absolute cracker of a match. Uh, and he, he did it again tonight. Um, Andy Ogden, at the interval, gave it the full five. Five stars. Uh, yeah. Five jack stars. Yeah, I'm not sure I'd go that far. Um, but yeah, really, really good. Worked a Japanese-style match. Uh, may have been a bit long, a bit slow for, for some. Yeah. Um, but I felt it... it warmed up and, and got more intense and as it was going on certainly I think that second half of that match yeah. was um, a thriller a real thriller it played on the uh, the real life toe injury of Will Ospreay yeah, well that's just great psychology Alan isn't yeah. it that is in fact what uh, Toe Atherton uh, turned to you and said during the match Joel Atherton yeah um, yeah well, I was told you know by Joe that it was good psychology so that's just a fact that's just a good that's just a fact yeah um, you know, Will got that injury uh, working well to sport I think um, and yeah it played into it really well it gave Kyle uh, focus for his attack yeah um, and sort of made the match really quite hard hitting well Will just proceeded to like smack the absolute shit out of Kyle so he's obviously embracing the never open way yeah because that's what style. you got to do when you're never champion you just got to smack the shit out of a fella yeah and you've got you got to give it and you've got to take it yeah um, I mean Will's style is changing a bit yeah um, he, on, on uh, certain things uh, on his ex Twitter um, aerial assassin he'd crossed out the aerial bit yeah um, just calling himself the assassin um, but there were still lots of aerial moves tonight. Uh, he did a, uh, a space flying tiger drop yeah. to the outside. Did a few other flips, including some very improvised flips. Um, yeah, which... a weird double stomp, springboard, and standing flip combination. Yeah, which um, very much my graps. Yeah, uh, looks like uh, when he's out of control, not fully in control of his body. Yeah, yeah. Yet strangely, also very in control of his yeah. body. Um, very, very good. Um, but but re really enjoyed that. Yeah, really good match. Probably worth um, going out of your way to see if you get the opportunity. Yeah, I mean, there were a few people who gave Will Ospreay uh, a poor reception, um, which I wasn't a massive fan of. Uh, in case anyone's been under a rock this week, um, Will Ospreay uh, was just a bit of an idiot on Twitter. Yeah, he uh, said gave some, some un unwanted stuff. advice to some people and then told everyone all about it. Um, which is just a bit dickish, really. I mean, it's nothing world-breaking. It wasn't a problematic, offensive thing no, to say. Um, but he shouldn't have done it. Um, but it was done. Uh, and yet, s some people saw fit to boo him for that tonight. Which is a bit weird, because that's a real, real-life thing. 
Um, as you say, it's not massively problematic. And Will was the good guy tonight. Carl Fletcher's re representing Schadenfreude, who are the arch baddies there at Progress. Yeah. Uh, um, Fight for Pro. Uh, not Progress, they've got Do Not Resuscitate. Uh, very similar. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it just felt a bit weird. Yeah. Um, but didn't take away from the match. No. I think there were still plenty of people who were excited to see the maybe the second biggest British star in the world right now. Yeah. He wasn't in the Royal Rumble, was he? No, so, he um, you know, in a warehouse in Wolverhampton. So, still a real treat. Yeah. But let's move on. Let's okay. move on. Um, do you want to talk about? Do you want? Let's talk about the experience that we had tonight. Yeah. Um, because one of my love the graps is getting the opportunity to sit front row at a wrestling show. Yeah, we've got uh, season tickets at Fight Club Pro. Yeah. Um, as you say, it's the third year we've had them, but even before that, we were generally sitting front row. Um, and we do like to sit front row when we can yeah. at wrestling shows, although we don't do it so often. Well, particularly no. at you know, these sort of wrestling shows where you're going to get lots of action and you're going to see some, some stars. Yeah. Like, I've never been one to sort of want to be front row to see, like, some massive name and get gouged for the opportunity. No. I understand that's a model. That's a model that some promotions run on, and I understand it, and I don't begrudge anybody who wants to pay a premium to sit within feet of people that you might call your heroes. Yeah. I haven't got any problem with that. That's not for me. So the opportunity with fight, a company like Fight Club Pro to buy a season ticket for effectively £20 a show yeah. and sit front row, get an unparalleled view, um, although it's very much actually paralleled by people sitting opposite yeah. me on the other side of the ring, um, but an unrivaled view um, and for such a low price and experience maybe the best wrestling in the UK? I think it's certainly up there. Um, I think if you take out the equation Rev Pro's big shows where they bring over uh, the top Japanese fellas, I think Fight Club Pro are probably, pound for pound, the, the top UK company at the moment. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, and, you know, for the price that we pay. I mean, admittedly, it's not in London. Um, London shows seem to attract a premium. Yeah. Um, I mean, even to their credit, like for the longest time, Progress kept those front row seats at a relatively low price. Yeah, I'll give them credit there. Yeah, um, but that's crept up. Yeah, but there's something nice about being so close uh, to to some very visceral action. Um, certainly uh, a, in the main event tonight. It's all a little bit louder down there, isn't it? Yeah, uh, those chops they really echo. Yeah, um, like gunshots. And you, you know, there is. It does contain mild peril. Yeah. Um, there must be that warning issued. Yeah, we um, uh, we're very close to some very big men tonight. Yeah, but like we, you know, we have the opportunity to. You you were, you had a season ticket at Progress that was yep. front row. Um, we've been front row for other shows. Um, the Big Eve show at um, at your call. Yeah. Last year and again this year. Yeah. Um, although I haven't paid for that ticket yet, so I'll have to sort that out at some point. Um, so yeah, it is It is a nice treat, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, I looked across the ring tonight and saw lots of uh, Love the Graps listeners uh, yeah. sitting front row as well. Familiar faces. Um, so. so it's nice to form that front row club. Yeah, 
Yeah, a crew. Posse. Oh my god, that's awful. Really, really bad. Okay, let's move on. Yeah. Okay, one last love the graps before okay. we move on to the dark side. Let's talk about a Japanese fella. Oh, yeah. We love the Japanese lads yeah, on this yeah. podcast. We also like the Japanese fellas. Yeah. Um, Shigehiro Irie. Yes. Or as uh, LK Messing, the other ring announcer, called him Shigehiro Irie. I was going to call him Shigehiro Irie. <laughs> um, but I didn't. No. Um, so he's a Japanese fella uh, who is over in Europe at the moment. Yeah. Um, living in Germany. Dusseldorf. Dusseldorf. <laughs> Dusseldorf. Dusseldorf. Um, yeah. Uh, so he's getting a lot of bookings over here, but this is the first time we've seen him. Yeah. Um, and it was an absolute pleasure. Yeah. I mean, it's no secret that we've got a bit of a soft spot for DDT. Yep. Um, probably our Japanese promotion um, of choice. Yep. Um, the one that kind of feels closest to what we want out of wrestling. Yeah. Uh, and he was a big part of that for quite some time. Yeah, multi-time DDT champion. Yeah, he's gone freelance now. Yeah, they do that in Japan. Um, which means he's not exclusive to DDT, um, but he will still show up there. Yeah. Um, and as we said, he's over in Europe a lot now. Uh, he, he he's, he's a round man, isn't he? A little bit of a round. He is, yeah. A little bit of a... I li- like a girthy fella. I know, well, that's going back years, that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and you said he looked a bit like a fish. He does. Facially, he looks like a fish. Yeah. He wears green. Yep. His hair's like a fin. Yep. Um, I've seen him wear a panda mask. All right, yeah. That was the thing he was doing for yeah. a little while, wasn't it? That was sort of around the time Sammy Callahan had, had a the cat, cat mask, mask wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. He's um, in the, the, the Sammy Callahan kind of arena, isn't he? He's one of Sammy's kind of boys, Yeah, is he, uh, by is, extension. Is he OI4K? I don't know, he might or be JML. Oh yeah, yeah, I can't remember what's what. Yeah, um, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, he's great, and he was great tonight. Um, as I say, we've seen him lots before, we've loved his work, and it was really nice to see him in the flesh tonight. In a great match with three other great fellas. Yeah, Speedballs. Yeah, Speedballs was in there. Uh, Swerves. Yeah. And fans. Um, <laughs> El- Elps. Elps. Yeah. Um, really, really good. Yeah, uh, real fun one. One particular moment of note, um, which didn't involve Irie, um, Shane Strickland coming out to uh, Ain't Nobody by Shaka Khan. Yeah. Uh, and at one point, uh, the crowd was singing along, and they, they did the old disco trick of turning the music down. Yeah. Um, and the crowd sang along really loudly, surprisingly in tune it as well. It was nice, yeah. Um, much to the surprise of Speedwell Mark Bailey. Yeah, yeah. He didn't seem to fully realise what was going on. No. Um, similarly to a couple of weeks ago when he was at your wrestling promotion. Yeah, good wrestling, yeah. Um, he was facing Mike Bird, who came out to the song Delilah by Tom Jones. Yeah. And the crowd similarly sang along to that. Yeah. And uh, I think at one point... Speedball was like a woman died. Yeah, I think his confusion at Delilah was compounded by the fact that yes, the man in the song takes a knife and <laughs> plunges it into Delilah's chest. Yeah, um, but that's by the by. It's dark, um, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Um, but a couple of great uh, moments, a couple of great moves in the match. Yeah, I like um, the moves. He hit a pounce. Yeah, yeah. He hit a, a brutal cannonball. Yeah, I love a cannonball. Uh, didn't hit his scent on off the top. Hopefully yeah. I'll get to see that at some point. But there was one which popped you. Yeah, he did a pile driver where he did a pile driver onto a 
person. Yeah. There was a person on the floor. He picked somebody else up to do a pile driver, and he did that pile driver on a person. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, Love and he won. Him. He won the match. So he did. hopefully that means we're going to see him again in Fight Club before too long. Yeah, and I'd like to see him all over the place. Yeah. Uh, he is, in fact, I think he's on the poster at least, and posters never lie. No. Um, he's down to come to Northampton. Yeah. So uh, we're going to take month. him. We're going to take him down the Workingmen's Club after. Yeah, the show. Taking that, a, I'm going to extend that invitation to, to anyone on the card. Yeah. If they'd like to go for a drink after the show, just hit me up on, um, on uh, my phone number is 0793. Yeah, we could. Um, Alan's we, shaking his head. We could take Zack Sabre Jr. down the Labour Club. Yeah. Well, it's not called Labour Club anymore, Shh. is it? Yeah. Um, so let's move on quickly to not my graps. Yeah, because we're we're speeding into Northampton. Now. Yeah. Um, okay, so three things that weren't particularly to our liking. Now we don't particularly like uh, going after individuals uh, or even matches featuring individuals, yeah. um, singling people out. But sometimes something just doesn't click, doesn't pop. Yeah. And I think that was the case tonight. Yeah. So we had a match between. Uh, Millie McKenzie, who yep. is currently the Sendai Junior Champion, is that right? Sendai Juniors. Okay. I don't know what that means. It's like Muppet Babies. Or is it like um, the, the title for people aged 7 to 11? Yeah, yeah, yeah essentially. Yeah. Um, and U, which is YWU. Yeah. No, not YW, YUU. YUU. Why, why are you you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, women. This is going yeah. wrong. Um, and uh, they had a match, and it just, it just didn't click. No. Um, again, like, like you say, you don't want to like single people out, but it felt a little bit like the inexperience was showing a yeah. little bit here. And I mean, it can happen to anyone. We, we uh, on this podcast, we talked about Travis Banks versus Will Osprey. Uh, and they just didn't click. Yeah. And they're yeah. two of the uh, the best fellas in the world. Um, so it can happen. Uh, but yeah, it did seem as though maybe it's a, a bit too early in both women's careers um, for this match, maybe. Um, yeah. Millie's like, obviously, you know, only a couple of years into her career. You is also quite young. Yeah. Uh, over here on a bit of an excursion. Yeah, she's just getting her feet under her, getting some more experience. And... Like maybe this wasn't the best showcase for the two of them. No. Um, uh, that we'll, let's you know we've got a, let's do a little bonus. Love the graps okay. then, because after the match we had a um, surprise appearance by one Charlie Evans, one Chebs, um, who came out and she 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 beat the she beat the shit out of Millie McKenzie. She did. She ran out. Um, I don't think a lot of people knew who she was at, at that point because she hasn't made that many appearances at Fight Pro in ring. One or two. Um, I mean, if you've been to the merch table, you'd know who she was. Yeah. Um, and we've bemoaned that fact uh, quite a lot in the past. Um, so it was lovely to see her actually get a chance. And I, I think she's, she's a bit of a replacement, uh, maybe, for the unfulfilled feud that Millie was supposed to have with Ginny. Yeah. Um, because Ginny has gone and signed to that there WWE sellout, yeah, uh, and can no longer appear on the, uh, the good shows anymore, you know, the decent shows, yeah, uh, only on the rubbish shows. Um, and I am a bit more excited about the fact that it is Charlie Evans. Yeah, certainly. Like I, I'm really excited to see her get this opportunity. Yeah. Um, I think she is 
like one of the best sort of characters. Mm-hmm. Like there are there are a handful at the moment, and I think Eve is obviously a good sort of showcase for for people like Charlie. Yeah. Um, Where she's in a feud with a wolf's head. Yes. Um, so it's really nice to see her sort of get to show that here. Yeah. In Fight Club, because um, like she's a good she's a good like good guy. Yeah. But she's a great bad guy she's a as rotter. well. Absolute so, like, I mean, she—I think she excels in, yeah. in both roles, but she does really like. She brings a certain swagger to being a villain that not a lot of people do. Yeah. Um, so I'm quite—I am excited about that. Yeah, I'd like to see her join Schadenfreude. Well, I think I think the moment might have passed for something like okay. that, but it would have been—it might have been a good fit. Yeah. Um, somebody you know on the outside who's not getting an opportunity. Um, rather than people who are getting lots of opportunities that think they're not getting any opportunities. Um, Spoiled brats. Yeah. Um, Let's move on to another Not My Graps. Um, And this is a very deeply personal one. Very personal indeed. Um, In that I paid two pounds, two English pounds, um, for a can of Diet Pepsi. This is daylight robbery. <laughs> uh, it's extortion. Brexit Britain. Yeah, if this is a glimpse of Brexit Britain, yeah. then uh, I'm sorry, I'm fleeing for the paradise that is Ireland. Don't you understand we are going through a diet Pepsi shortage? But, I mean, we, we had the, uh, the, the great carbonated drink shortage of last summer. Oh, yeah. And even at that point, the prices didn't go up. You were very worried about that. I was. That. I was really worried. Um, two pounds for a can of Diet Pepsi is just wrong. It's yeah, it's flat not out good. Wrong. It's not good. Um, sort that out. I let's mean, not. I, I know. Let's not dwell on it though. Yeah, I know. Fight Pro probably don't have too much control over that. But I think they do actually. Yeah, but sort it out. Sort it out. Stupid. Just stupid. Okay. Right. Let's get on with one more. Okay. Not and th- this is going to be a difficult one to explain. I think a little bit because there's lots of stuff involved in this that I think we really liked. Yeah. Um, but there are a couple of wrinkles that we need to sort of get our head around. Okay. Um, so mentioned just a minute ago that, that, that Charlie Evans appears to be a replacement for Ginny, who's gone off to greener pastures. Um, the WWE um, landscape um, has welcomed Ginny with open arms, but another person that seems to be rolling on down to um, Enfield um, <laughs> and joining up with the NXT UK crew is Big Daddy Valter. Yeah. I'll always call him that. Big Daddy Valter. Big Daddy Valter. Um, and him signing with WWE is, is not the specific reason he's in Not My Graps. No. Um, whatever your feelings about uh, Vince's dirty money, mm-hmm. um, if you're in the business of professional wrestling, it, it, it is your ultimate aim. Yeah. Um, it, at the moment, it's the, the, the only game in town at, at that huge level. Um, so fine, yeah. absolutely fine, we, and, and it is fine. And like we we went through some like um, bizarre machinations to get to this point, but we were having a match tonight with Walter and Mark Davis, mm. who were teammates in the Schadenfreude stable. Basically, on the Schadenfreude show in November, um, it was Mark Davis against Mako Satamura, and Everybody got involved, but part of that getting involved meant that Walter kicked Mark Davis in the face. And that's, led, and that's led to this match. Yeah, um, They did some explaining of it, 
and we ended up in a situation where Brooks and Co had called Walter out and said you're you sold out you cost Mark Davis this match um I want you to lie down for Mark Davis yeah and 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 that's all fine and then we ended up with a really fun match yep but the issue is we were building to something here weren't we I think yeah um I was really excited and I think I've mentioned it on the, on the podcast before and I've certainly mentioned it to people um whenever I've got into this kind of chat that the money match for 2019 in professional wrestling was Volta versus Mako Satomura, mm-hmm. the Fight Club Pro Champion. Yeah. Uh, the the match at Schadenfreude um, with Mark Davis against Mako, where Walter got involved, seemed to be building towards that. Yeah. Um, and I was well up for that. And so the specific reason that this is in Not My Graps is because after the events of tonight, which we'll talk about in a moment, um, that match doesn't look like it's going to happen. No. So... It, the the show ended with um, Walter beaten, yep, and then beaten again yep. with um, his ring camp friend Timothy Thatcher yep. um, turning on him yep. and leaving him laid out. They put him through a table, and it looks like either a this is the last we see of Walter in Fight Club Pro. Yeah, because we don't know the vagaries of these uh, WWE contracts. Yep, or um, b. Yeah. Um, this is the last we see of Walter as a top level antagonist. Yeah. Um, you know the the way this was left is that Walter's going to want his revenge on Schadenfreude if he sticks around. Yeah. So we're going to miss out on Big Daddy versus Mako. Yeah. Now, I mean, there there is a a, a passable. Uh, possible silver lining here mm-hmm. the, at the Royal Rumble we saw Nia Jax uh, get involved in the men's Royal Rumble yeah. which means that maybe the tide is turning and WWE <laughs> yeah, might may- allow maybe uh, intergender so we may see this match on the WWE network yeah maybe um, but other than that it doesn't look like we're going to see yeah. it there's um, a bonus love the graps um, oh yeah so, let's throw in a bonus yeah, one yeah so a fifth one really um, to do with with uh, schadenfreude yeah, so show. the Schadenfreude thing has kind of had, it's had mixed reviews at times. Yeah. Um, but they there was a little touch that I really liked tonight. Yeah. Um, and we spoke about it after the Schadenfreude show mm-hmm. last year, um, where the 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 troops rallied against the Schadenfreude boys, and the locker room emptied, and and the, the whole of the Fight Club Pro. Um, crew descended upon them and there was one moment that we kind of spotted and called out which was uh, G-Man the, uh, the uh, video hi- editor yeah in a high-vis jacket as yeah. always Gilet Jaune that's what G stands for <laughs> Gilet is it yeah. um, and he and it, but it's not a Gilet is it? it's just a high-vis no, jacket that's, um, that's the joke and he's uh, he chased off Timothy Thatcher yeah tonight they kind of called back to that yeah so um Schadenfreude came out for a six-man against uh, the the WWE lads, mm-hmm. um, and when they first appeared, um, G-Man was was in their in their stead, yeah. um, and Timothy Thatcher was beating him to the yeah. ring, uh, threw him down the ramp, yeah. um, and then kind of choked him out and laid a beating on him in the ring. And I really appreciate that because 
the last time we were in that building mm-hmm. for Schadenfreude, the last we saw of Timothy Thatcher, he was chased up the ramp and through the curtain by G-Man. Yeah. So do you think they hadn't stopped fighting? No, they were still fighting. <laughs> yeah, because the first time that we saw him tonight... Ruined their bloody the Christmas. Yep, they were fighting all the way through Christmas. Yeah. So a really nice little touch. Yeah, it was a little um, touch. I don't know how many people sort of picked up There on were probably it. some people thinking, why are they beating up that bin man? Yeah. But, um, um, but, but it, it was nice. <laughs> I was into it. But all in all, a really fun show. Yeah, I mean, Mark Davis against Walter was great. It was great, yeah. Really, really good match. Will Ospreay uh, against Carl Fletcher, really, really good. The whole show, with maybe a couple of pop- possible exceptions, really, really strong. Great start to 2019. Yep. Next show is International Techers. Yeah, which um, would be great as well. Yeah, they put up a, 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 a graphic. So Mako is on it. We're going to get Mako Mark Davis for the title. Mm-hmm. We're getting Ray Phoenix and, very exciting, we're getting Daisuke Sekinoto. Yep, who I missed last time he was in Fight Club Pro. Yeah. Um, um, so that'd be pretty exciting. Very girthy man. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine we'll get him against Connor Mills. Yeah, that would be good. Um, just throw him around. Yeah, okay. I appreciate um, that. But yeah, that was fun. Yeah, fun. really, really good. Good to be back at Fight Club Pro. Yeah, apart from £2 for a can of dark Yeah. Um, so we'll be back at some point. Yeah. Sooner rather than later. Yeah. Or later rather than sooner. <laughs> um, it is well into the AM now. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to do the internet thing, get this on the internet. Yeah. And I'd advise you all to get on the Facebook group. Yeah. Um, but until we meet again, go to bed. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun Up the hills that we climbed, where the seasons are tied All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun Up the hills that we climbed, where the starfish on the beach